0: Hey, check out the sponsor for the video. Check out the links in the description. Hey guys, I just got my free sample and sugar cup for the Dubby's Energy Pack drink. So, this is me trying it. I just got it from my P.O. box and I'm just going to try and see how it was. Um, let's just take a look at what I got, the samples that I got. As you can see, I have the. Um, um, the Beach and Peach, I have the Dub Sludge, the Dragonade, and also Galaxy Grenade. I don't know which one I'm gonna do, and I got the anime cup to like get the package. (sighs) I'm gonna try for my afternoon energy boost. Now I'm about to mix my new W-Pack with Dragonberry. We're going to see how this tastes. Mmm, not too bad. I think I'm going to sip on this for the rest of the day. It's about three hours, so I get off of work. And we're going to see how this actually makes me feel. So, small little correction. I actually had the Galactic Grenade earlier. Tastes actually awesome. And um, didn't get the jitteries. I actually drank it over an hour long period and I still got enough energy enough mental focus I guess this is good to go alright 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 let's have some fun with this right um I'm kind of a left leaning in, individual and I say left leaning as I'm totally like left uh, when it comes to economic issue and most of the social issues. I want people to be able to live their life in freedom, economic and social freedom, to the point where they're not hurting anybody and the point where it's just beneficial. Um, I know not everybody holds my position, and I know that um, a lot of people would be a little bit more authoritarian than what I would actually like, and to those people I say, "Fuck you! Let people live their life as long as they're not hurting anybody." And yeah, that's the thing that happens. But, 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 with everything, you have to weigh. You have to weigh certain shit. And social freedom freedom, is just as important as economic freedom. And the problem with that is when you're poor, besides the fact that people like to say it's your fault, people tend to kind of like want to like laugh and mock and humiliate you. Now, good... Trend of the show, the channel that we're going to be covering right now. I've done several different videos on them, and it, they're actually pretty cool. Um, and we're going to actually listen to why <sighs> there's a problem with laughing at poor people. Shall we?
1: I can't believe I have to say it, but you shouldn't laugh at poor people. <laughs> But doing exactly that has become one of the most popular content genres in personal finance. So here's the
0: thing about laughing at poor people. Motherfuckers, you don't never know when you're going to be that poor person. You never know. So why the fuck would you laugh at them? Why the fuck would you laugh at them? Motherfuckers laugh at poor people just because they feel like it's... Fun, prosperous. I don't know. But people like laughing at poor people. And some of the biggest offenders where you have motherfucking um uh, I forget you can repair your two laxes. Um you have people like Dave Ramsey, this motherfucker right here. And a lot of these people actually have had you know helping help from their parents guardians or just life they've been born lucky versus being lucky to be born i know i know i had to throw in the zuko line but they have been born lucky and the thing about it is at some point you have to just say like yo yo laughing at poor people it's kind of some bullshit. But you'll never get these people to say that. But let's continue.
1: And even if you are the one doing the laughing, it's still probably costing you money. So, by the way, you shouldn't buy a Mercedes if you're a broke person. That's stupid. Don't be debt dumb, people.
0: Here. Yeah, no, right. You. Most people who aren't, most people who are broke, as you call it, Aren't buying a Mercedes, you stupid mother. Whew. Okay. Okay. Can I buy a bed? Um construction. I got I don't need decoration. Oh yeah, here we go. Campfire.
1: Box. But let's continue personal finance is not really that complicated which is a problem for people that have built entire media brands around the subject nobody is going to tune into a radio show buy the latest book watch a weekly upload or attend a two-day seminar that just says save money avoid high interest debt and invest broadly on repeat some of these people are making millions of dollars every year from their audiences so they need to come up with new and exciting ways to say the same thing one of the most popular
0: and this you know what the here's the thing about a lot of these people that I just find it so fucking disgusting is the fact that none of their audience are like motherfucking are actually making it where they're um, how do I put it none of their audience is actually making it where they are they're not turning out millionaires like these people are not turning out millionaires. And yet, still, they act as if they're giving out the best fucking advice that they can actually give. And it's sad because, like, it's like they're keeping people on this shitty ass, you know, hey, this feels good diet. And yet, nobody's actually making this money. Nobody's making this money. It is people who are li- quite literally struggling and hurting. And all of these people just do is just sit back and say, oh, you're going to be rich one day. You're going to be rich one day. You're going to be rich one day. And it's just like, I don't see where this, where I don't see it. I don't see why people actually sit back and listen to them.
1: But let's go ways to pad out personal finance content has become live reactions to people's personal situations a guest will come on the show to discuss their personal financial situation and the host will give advice to the person to help them clear up their debt earn additional income reduce their expenses or make investments so here's the thing
0: and this is like the basically this is <laughs> red peel for finances like this is like it's your fault that you're motherfucking poor it's your fault that this is happening to you even though you may be living in a shitty situation no it's your fault you did it you did it it's your fault and it's just like dog you don't know what my issue is you don't know how i got poor all you know is i may have i may be spending some money on one thing or another but you don't know why i'm in a situation well, you don't know why i have so much debt Maybe that was the only way to leave an abusive parent's house or abusive spouse's house. Maybe that's it. Maybe I didn't have the, you know, capabilities of having daddy bail me out after I get accused of financial fraud, Dave Ramsey. Or maybe I didn't, like, cash in on my looks and make a host of a fucking television show. maybe that didn't happen for me but all these people see is yeah i did it it's just like survivor bias the tv show or the internet show but let's go
1: You might think this sounds like a harmless way for people in desperate situations to give some much needed advice and for the finfluencer's audience to learn from other people's mistakes two years ago when i first covered the problems with personal finance influencers i said the reaction content was the least harmful thing they did when the alternative was making uneducated predictions about specific stocks or cryptos but i was wrong for three reasons the first reason is that there's very little to learn from these shows and all you are going to get from them is financial stress did you know that having $100,000 in credit card debt and choosing not to work full time is bad for your personal finances? If so, what? No. No, for real.
0: Having $100,000 in in debt and not working is bad? What? I hadn't noticed that. For real? What? I know he's being sarcastic and I'm trying to join him in his um sarcasm. Almost made up a word that, but i, I checked myself um but yeah no it, let's
1: let's go so you probably already know everything you could learn by watching people in extremely poor financial situations so why else do people watch it the dave ramsey show has over 23 23- easy people watch it
0: to make themselves feel good about not being the dirty pores that calls in saying that they they're they're fucking broke that's, that's why people watch it. Like, let's be honest. That's why people watch it. They're not some of those filthy pours that have to call into the Dave Ramsey show, even though they listen to it every day to try to get financial tips. They're not some of those dirty pours. You know, those dirty poors. <laughs> they may be poor right now, but they're not those. Dirty. They're, they're not even poor. They're temporarily inconvenienced millionaires. Or billionaires, to whatever the fucking fantasy is up to.
1: million listeners every week. Suze Orman had similar viewership when her show aired on CNBC. Financial stress is at an all-time high. A 2022 survey conducted by CNBC found that 70% of Americans were stressed about their personal finances watching people that have made even worse personal finance decisions is a great coping mechanism to put personal worries into perspective but it's not a good long-term solution watching this kind of personal finance content makes it easier to justify poor financial decisions because at least it's not as bad as the guy who financed a Tesla while working part-time at Arby's this shows
0: yeah exactly he just said it it's about making fun of people
1: but let's go also bring on guests that are doing extremely well financially which will only add to a listener's financial stress if the show can't find an extremely wealthy guest to talk to openly about their finances the show hosts themselves will normally step up to tell everybody watching how rich they are comparison is not only the thief of joy but it can also motivate people to take unnecessary risks to catch up to people that are not representative of a normal financial situation
0: yeah keeping up with the Joneses is a bitch and if you think that you Oh, I need to keep up with the Joneses in order to be motherfucking successful. You're falling into the trap. You're falling into the trap. Um Do I have any coins? Um uh, nope. How many do I have?
1: anyway let's go situation the producers behind these shows know that extreme financial situations sell well in today's fight for attention and this leads to stories that are simply made up now I am not calling out anybody for directly lying to their audience but these shows get millions of views and people are willing to do crazy things for their 15 minutes of fame yeah no they're not
0: directly lying to their audience but they're putting a perception that to their audience that everybody is making it if they just follow these tips and rules and guidelines which they're not and if you don't do it you're just a stupid simpleton who just wants to be poor which which you're not well let's continue
1: it would be difficult for showrunners to individually vet every single caller so at a certain point they need to assume that a guest is being honest with them if the guest makes up a crazy story about being in terrible debt or making a million dollars a month from drop shipping at the age of 12 then that makes great content that will stand out oh shit I didn't know they would get
0: Andrew Tate motherfucking fans. I made a million dollars a month just doing drop shipping by the time I was 14.
1: Even if it does come at the expense of the viewer's financial understanding, made up situations are not going to teach you anything about personal finance. You are probably not in the extreme financial situations of these guests. You don't need to know how to most effectively cash out on your late stage startup. And you already know that payday loans are bad. You are really watching this for entertainment. And that entertainment is not harmless. So it's time.
0: Yeah, this is true. Like I said, it's either entertainment or it's to say how much better you are than somebody. Oh, shit. There we go. Take all.
1: There we go. You fucked, dude. All right, let's go. To learn how money works to find out the problems with laughing at poor people. Yes, really. This week's lesson was sponsored by my brand new newsletter, Compounded Daily. There's a lot of interesting stories happening every week that I just can't share with you all because they just wouldn't do well with the YouTube algorithm. But by signing up to my totally new, totally free email newsletter, you can get interesting stories like how Apple is trying to literally trademark the fruit. Yes, they are. What the fuck?
0: Oh, okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. How? What the fuck, man? They're trying to trademark a fucking fruit. Oh, God. I. Wow. Okay.
1: Wow, that's fucked. Let's, let's go. This newsletter will cover interesting finance, business, and economic subjects. So if you're interested in what I post here, I am certain you'll like what I post there. Go to compoundeddaily.com to sign up for my newsletter. The second problem with laughing at poor people on personal finance shows is that the hosts of these shows are often wrong about even basic financial information and worst of all they are confidently wrong dave ramsey is as popular for his larger than life personality as he is for his content personal finance show hosts like ramsey rarely have the qualifications they need to give individualized financial advice to someone in a typical advisor client setting but does he though does he though
0: I, does he though for real? Does he? What does this do? Crafted a working bench. So wait, wait, wait. What is this? All right, let's go.
1: Most financial accreditations would actually forbid their members from giving advice in the manner that these hosts do in front of their audience. This is just stupid. It's stupid on steroids. There is no denying that people with no financial education would benefit from hearing that they need to save money, pay off debt, and invest. Ramsey, with his large audience, can teach that lesson to millions of people, which is good. But in order to keep his audience entertained, he ventures into giving advice that no licensed professional would. Ramsey and his copycats advise something called the debt snowball to people who want to pay off debt.
0: Yeah, no, never, ever, ever do this unless you're able to literally do it and... and do it in a very, very short term. This is something like this really, really stupid, but let's let's have him explain
1: it. Debt snowball starts with the person paying off their smallest debt first, and then their second smallest, and so on, keeping their largest debt to last with no consideration for interest rates, loan periods, or fees for early repayment. They also instruct their listeners to make investments while paying off debt, even if the interest rates on their debt are higher than the investment returns they could reasonably hope to achieve. If you had $1,000 and could pay off a loan at a 20% interest rate or invest into the market where you could hope to make between 8 and 12%, it makes sense to pay off the loan first because getting rid of the loan is going to put you in a better position every year. There are other benefits to- So, So, I tend to say I'm not
0: financially smart or a financial expert, but some of the shit that these people just be telling people to do is fucking stupid. But let, let's go
1: to prioritizing high interest debt too if you miss a payment on a loan it can hurt your credit and cost you extra money in late fees that's not even the worst advice these guys give paying off your smallest loan first regardless of interest rates or repayment conditions is just dumb Paying off the highest interest debt first while avoiding loans with early repayment fees can save people tens of thousands of dollars and wipe years off their debt management plan. The reason that show hosts stand so confidently behind their suggestions is because they claim the psychological gratification you get from closing debt is worth approaching the problem in a mathematically inefficient way. Paying off debt is a mentally taxing exercise, so the show hosts do have a point here. Yeah, no,
0: it, it's, it's very taxing. Um, paying off debt, oh god. Um, yeah, but let's go
1: but there are better ways to maintain discipline that don't also cost thousands of dollars psychology is also why ramsey suggests people build a nest egg at the same time as paying off debt the mental boost that comes from seeing savings grow while watching debt shrink supposedly keeps people disciplined good financial advice should consider a client's financial discipline skill set and headspace but it's ironic that the show hosts make these kinds of concessions the thing about a lot of these people they haven't followed their own
0: advice they haven't followed with the advice that they're giving so many of these other people. They've done shit that they've, like, like I said, Dave Ramsey. I know it was in his autobiography that he kind of like wasn't the best financial steward that he claims to be, and it's just like dog you can't even tell, you can't even follow your own advice why the fuck are you telling me how to follow how to follow
1: your advice but let's go Questions for psychology now while completely ruining it and making it even worse in other ways but we will get to that soon Ramsey and other finance show hosts also make recommendations based on their own personal experience instead of their clients needs or professional best practices. Ramsey recommended load funds where investment fees of around 5% are paid up front. These are viable financial products but only for a certain type of investor. Ramsey's personal history with being overlevered on his mortgage and his personal brand. See? See? Exactly my point. Exactly my point. Let's go. As someone who hates debt, means he only recommends a fifteen-year mortgage. A thirty-year mortgage can be a responsible way for people to buy a nicer home or simply maintain cash flow flexibility. He also suggests that people can live on eight percent of their retirement savings every year once they quit working full time. The usual recommendation from financial
0: no 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 that's oh my god I'm not even no in, near retirement but I know that's stupid
1: oh my god oh my god let's let's go professionals is five percent with some advising as low as three percent but again it depends on the person and their situation without accounting for other factors ramsey's advice could cause a lot of listeners to go broke in retirement dave ramsey is only the most famous example of these show hosts which is why i'm picking on him in particular but because it's impossible to give personalized advice to someone in a 20-minute phone call they will all have the same problems the confidence of these live characters even when addressing genuine criticism from professionals is what makes their show so popular in defense of Dave and his copycats, someone paying their debt in whatever order is going to be better off than someone not paying their debt at all. True! Fucking true! Um, survivalist.
0: Two's losing half as quickly. And you hurt better. Um, so strength. How many points do I have? Authority. Great! Yay! Unspent points. Um. All right, let's go.
1: Where this truly gets harmful is when they are confidently wrong about the advice that will make their guests and viewers worse off than if they had not received that advice at all. We all know about the finfluencers and celebrities that made millions of dollars by promoting FTX, a fraudulent crypto exchange with some obvious...
0: Man, man, this is why you never take advice from people on the internet that doesn't, per- that personally don't have a stake in your motherfucking benefit, but has a stake in getting that motherfucking back. I don't... I don't know how people can confidently try to sell people shit when, one, they don't know them. Two, I know why. Just because they're trying to advertise for shit. But still, it just doesn't feel right to me. But let's go. By the way, um, if you don't know, I have a channel sponsor, W Energy Drinks, which I actually like them and I drink them. Uh, (laughs) If if my editor can... Insert that ad here. Let's go.
1: Obvious warning signs. The confidence of the influencers in presenting bad financial advice to their audience looking for their insights into a complicated subject is why it was so damaging to people that didn't have the skills or didn't feel the need to do their own due diligence. All investing carries risk, and people need to take some level of personal responsibility for their personal finances, but when a host presents themselves as an infallible authority on all things finance, they must accept that people will blindly follow them. Ramsey himself is opposed to cryptocurrency, so he was not caught up in the FTX scandal. But he isn't innocent of endorsing products that have caused his followers harm because they trust his financial advice. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of FTX. I'm not a fan of crypto. Certainly not a fan of Bankman Fried or Freed, whichever way you want to say it. And, uh,
0: <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't pull some anti Semitic joke, but you know, because, you know, super Christian Dave Ramsey, you know, the super Christian Dave Ramsey that allegedly pulled a gun on his motherfucking. Um, employees inside of a meeting but you know super
1: christian pride is my preference ramsey is currently facing a lawsuit for 150 million dollars for his involvement in promoting timeshare exit a company that would take a client's money up front and try negotiate them out of a timeshare contract timeshare exit team will get you out of their timeshare now you're going to pay them money to do that. That's what they do. And they charge you up front and they give you your money back guarantee if they don't get you out, but they'll get you out. Timeshares are a common investment trap that unsophisticated investors fall into. The annual fees on these contracts are steep and cancelling is made extremely difficult by the terms of the contracts and the unscrupulous (laughs) companies that offer timeshares. Timeshare Exit presented a solution to people in this desperate situation with the promise that they would negotiate out of these contracts on their clients behalf. In practice their service was just as much of a fraud as the timeshares themselves Mm. and after clients paid their upfront fee they were told to go and negotiate with the timeshares provider directly. We felt more comfortable doing it because of Dave Ramsey's recommendation. Ramsey. So basically Wait
0: did he just like say Hey pay me a fee I give you advice Um of what to do And the advice was just Go ahead and negotiate with them directly I that That mm, That's fucked up That is so fucked up Wow Dave Ramsey Okay,
1: all right, let's go. He probably was looking for a solution to offer his audience, and I do believe he is a man of good intentions, but he still allegedly took more than thirty million dollars in endorsement deals from a fraudulent business between two thousand fifteen and 2020.
0: yeah i don't i don't I don't buy that i I just don't buy that i i I just don't buy it i don't I don't buy it I don't think you. He's as upstanding as he wants people to believe, but, you know, maybe that's just me telling people to eat beans and rice until
1: they, (laughs) 21. The lawsuit is unlikely to go anywhere because there is no precedent for spokespeople to be held responsible for the actions of the companies they endorse, but it shows how damaging confident advice can be to a trusting audience. Mr. Ramsey, Mr. Ramsey, why are you endorsing Timeshare Exit Team? I'll answer your question. Why did I endorse Timeshare Exit Team? Because they were doing the right thing and getting people out of timeshares after companies had screwed them. No company is going to maintain a $30 million sponsorship deal for six years unless they are seeing a return on their investment. So that means Ramsey fans that were already in poor financial situations lost at least an additional $30 million because of the trust they had in Ramsey.
0: That's just sad and fucking sick and for you not to take any responsibility in the fact that maybe maybe I had a hand in it I I just don't know with these people man it's just it's one of those things where you get people and their fucking financial security d- depends on, like, just, their financial security depends on being, like, just shit. And I don't know, like, basically, they absolve their sales of anything bad that happens because, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's we, we, we kind of told them, we kind of told them. And you know they they didn't have to listen to us, so it's technically still their fault, even though they fell for the okey doke that you know, somebody like Dave Ramsey actually did you know. Allowed for like was a spoke searching for, no you know, they did you know they did something you know it wasn't our fault you know, they 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 fell for the okey doke. Buyer beware and all that other good bullshit, right?
1: Let's continue. Trust that is reaffirmed by his confident and uncompromising persona. And that's the third problem with laughing at poor people on shows like this. It's not giving anybody a practical solution let's be honest when we see a strong common sense character like Ramsey rip into guests for making dumb financial decisions there is a sense of catharsis that makes us feel good because we can never be so dumb the show hosts pander to this by playing along and outlining their dismal situation with big catchy thumbnails if you assume that the guests and their stories are real then the tough love approach of people like Ramsey is not the correct way to address very personal and often very embarrassing financial details it's true that the guests on these shows go on there of their own free will. And I want to repeat that a lot of times they are going on there for clout and not advice.
0: But even of course they're going on there for clout and that's why a lot of these people are actually doing it. That's why a lot of people are actually taking it. There is it's not for oh yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it because you know I'm gonna actually really get good advice. No it's for fucking clout. And... I don't know what else to say, man. A lot of this shit is just like harmful and these people know it. But let's continue.
1: If they are all honest people wanting to fix up their situations, being the target of ridicule will only make other people in similar situations more likely to cover up or ignore their problems. The tough love approach and the careful selection of irresponsible guests also perpetuates the idea that anybody can become financially stable if only they stop being stupid with their money.
0: One, And it kind of gets to the point that a lot of people aren't stupid with their money. A lot of people, they're just poor. And being poor can be very, very expensive. Being poor can be extremely expensive. And that's why it's fucking unbelievable that you have some of these people that would laugh at poor people. He is really chasing me, I see. All right, let's go. I know some hyenas over there. <laughs> well, let's go.
1: You, uh, you've you done some great work, and in some ways I love you. In other ways, you're stupid and arrogant. To reaffirm yeah. point, <laughs> <show> us- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, oh shit oh shit oh shit that that is awesome that somebody got on the show and said that shit oh shit i'm sorry that that was just awesome all right let's go
1: will use their own financial success as proof that their system works. Ramsey has frequently bragged about his personal fortune of hundreds of millions of dollars when addressing critics without acknowledging that it wasn't avoiding debt or saving regularly that got him there. It was a media empire with millions of devout fans that sells books, merchandise, and sponsor slots to allegedly fraudulent businesses.
0: Oh god, yes, yes, somebody got his ass, somebody got his ass, yes.
1: Well, let's go. So there's nothing hypocritical here and uh as a matter of fact when I say we've built wealth and we have a, a net worth of over 100 million dollars most of that's in real estate and 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 this company obviously and, and so am I bragging? No I'm bragging on the stuff we teach. Just-
0: Dude, you made your money off of fucking selling books. Isn't I when I say it's no different from the fucking red pill bullshit Because these motherfuckers aren't rich because they motherfucking just had the knowledge and the know how. They made their money off of selling this bullshit to y'all if they didn't make it off of criminal activities.
1: But let's continue. Despite all of this, I still like Ramsey and a lot of his copycats as a guilty viewing pleasure. If you already have a decent understanding of basic personal finance, you're about as likely to improve your finances watching these shows as you are to improve your martial arts by watching the WWE. If a- yeah. <laughs> or improve your sex game by watching porn anything this has as much to do with the changing media scape of entertainment as it does with personal finance to understand what i mean go and watch my video on how online streaming has brought back the old days of hollywood and unwittingly made alternative entertainment like this so popular all right so
0: yeah that was actually pretty cool i I like how money works because it is a financial channel that is focused on just like not bullshitting you like a lot of these other channels, like um, Unlearning Economics, I actually like his videos as well. Um, and they don't even have to have a fucking left leaning thing to it. It's just like, yeah, some of this bullshit that they be telling you is just bullshit. I, I'm gonna need y'all not to listen to the shit. Um, but yeah, Let's, it's weird. Anyway, guys, like, share, and subscribe. Help me hit that 1,000 subscribers. And, um, yeah, cut this video segment here. I want to say thank you to all my Patreon supporters and my Twitch subscribers. Join the Guardians. Become a member or become a subscriber on YouTube, Patreon, and help support the channel. Thank you for watching this video. And the next one should be popping up on your screen. Subscribe and if you haven't checked it out and want to help out the channel, check out my Patreon. Thanks.